Welcome to The Confidence Project. My name is Liam and I have made it my mission to skyrocket your confidence across body, mind and everything in between. I want this podcast to inspire you so that you have the self-belief and motivation to become the best version of yourself. Thank you so much for listening and embarking on what's going to be an incredible journey for the both of us. Let's take you from where you are now to where you want to be. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode two, How to Skyrocket Your Confidence. On the back of having published episode one and having the confidence and backing in myself to actually press publish and release it to the big wide world, I've now come into recording this one with so much more confidence, clarity and a vision of how I actually want the podcast to grow and to progress. So now I'm actually quite excited rather than bricking it about this whole podcast thing, which speaks volumes about just doing it because sometimes it is just doing it and taking that leap of faith and I feel so good for it. So there's a life lesson for you. To quote Nike, just do it. And this of course can't be done without people who actually take the time to listen. So I want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart for being here and for the support you've shown. I will always say that if I can make a difference to just one person, then I will be over the moon. So as these episodes go on, if you feel like you're that person, then I would love for you to let me know and to put a smile on my face. So now we have the introductory episode out of the way, I want to take a bit of a deep dive into confidence and how we can actually skyrocket your confidence. And to do this, I actually think we need to establish what confidence is. Now, call me cliche, but I do not think there is a specific definition for it. And you might be thinking, well, that's a bit of a cop-out answer, but bear with me because I genuinely think everyone will perceive it differently. And what it means to them might be completely different to what it means to us. My take on confidence is having the self-belief to achieve. But again, this is entirely dependent on you and what it is you're wanting to achieve. At The Confidence Project, we split this into two categories, body and mind. So the former would be having body confidence. This would be how we feel in our clothes, how we want to look when we see our reflection. It's the idea of looking as good as we feel. The examples I've tended to see are women wanting to drop a dress size or decrease their body fat. With men, it tends to be trying to get the six pack, the chest, the biceps. And this is all well and good, but I firmly believe that your body confidence can only be achieved through having total confidence in your mindset. So confidence in your mind applies to so many things, especially in day-to-day life. Whether it's having the confidence to back your own abilities, doing something that is perceived as difficult, or stepping out of that comfort zone. In my realm, this is of course very much related to the gym, but the much bigger picture is health, well-being, work, family, friends, social occasions, the list goes on and on. And the hard fact is there will always be something that occurs where your confidence can and will be tested. But in a nutshell, it all comes down to your level of self-belief. I want you to see your self-belief as the deal breaker, the middleman between you and your most confident self. Self-belief is the absolute bee's knees and I can't stress enough how much I want you to have some. And if you've got it, then have some more because the possibilities become endless. So ask yourself, on a scale of 1 to 10, where does your self-belief currently sit? An example for me being this podcast. Episode 1 would have been pretty low on the scale because it took me far too long to record 10 minutes and I scrutinised every single thing. But now I'm making episode 2, my number on that scale has grown a little bit higher because I've shown I can do it, and that's given me the platform to grow. 
So to use our two categories of body and mind, where do you sit across both of these on the self-belief scale? Now, if you're pretty high up, well done. But I'm willing to bet if you're listening to this podcast, it's not as high as it could be. And that's what we've got to start thinking, always aiming for that little bit more. To increase your self-belief, we've got to really know what we want and to paint a picture of our outcome. Get solid with this picture and keep it at the forefront of your mind. And once you have said picture, we have to put the stepping stones in place to get there. And I'm going to share with you the three that we use or what we translate to our three P's at The Confidence Project. We look at you as a person, your positivity and your purpose. So we want to look at you as a person and this is very much from a holistic point of view. How are you doing? In every area of your life, how do you operate, think and feel? We need to know that your energy is being directed in the right place and that you know when to put your foot on the accelerator and equally when to put the brakes on. But to get to where you want to be, you've got to put yourself at the top of the priority list. And to put this into perspective, I once heard the quote, stay in your own lane because there's no traffic. So keep thinking about you, how you're doing, and don't worry about anything else. Often enough, I'll have the conversation of, how can you get to where you want to be if you can't look after yourself in the best way possible? Our next stepping stone, or P, is our positivity. With all that goes on in the world, it's so easy to take that negative, pessimistic, glass half empty approach. But why? You do not deserve to be down in the dumps, worrying about the things that don't need to be worried about. You deserve to be on cloud nine, telling yourself you can rather than you can't, and putting your best foot forward. And to be more positive, we simply just need to look at our actions and how we go about our business. And we also need to look at who we're spending time with and are they bringing us up or pulling us down. Something I will always say is your vibe is your tribe. So ensure that you've got the right people in your life, which will help us with our feel-good factor and in turn, our self-belief. Little disclaimer, if you don't remember that quote, I'm going to be very disappointed because ever since I've heard it, it stuck with me forever. And I think I took it from a movie or something. I wish that I coined it, but I didn't. But it really helps put into perspective who I spend time with, how my life is looking, are the people in my life bringing me up or like I say, pulling me down. And ultimately, it just helps and dare I say, cleans the lens that I now look at life with. So it's well worth remembering in my eyes. So the last of our three P's, we'll keep this one short and sweet, is your purpose. And effectively, these are your goals. How are we doing with our goals? What are your goals? Because they want to be fueling us forward and we need to find that fulfillment in achievement and getting after the things we want to get after can elevate us so much. Whether that's across body or mind, it's vital we can set goals that are short, medium and long-term because they will incentivize us so much and continue to stoke the fire that will only help us grow. So take into consideration the three Ps, person, positivity and purpose. If you are firing on all cylinders, then the self-belief and in turn confidence will be prominent. But if not, don't worry, just double down on which one needs the most attention. But hopefully, taking this approach will help. And if it does, please let me know, because I know so many people in the Confidence Project that have excelled from doing so. Now we've established how to put the stepping stones in place to build our confidence using the three Ps, 
I'd like to explore the other side of it all, which is why would people actually lack confidence across body and mind? And I think this could be for a number of reasons. This could be related to past traumas, which is quite a common thing that I've seen. It might be people telling them that they can't do X, Y, or Z, or it might actually be the simple matter of they've never actually tried or told themselves that they are capable of doing something. And we, of course, then have life itself to contend with, and that will always throw curveballs our way. It will come at you so fast and present so many setbacks. Sometimes it is just easier to be a backseat passenger and watch the world go by rather than getting in the driver's seat and putting your foot on the accelerator. The perfect example of this is actually lockdown because I said in the previous episode that it was a bit of a blessing for me because it did open the door to being a PT and a coach and this entire industry. But for so many others, it was just the worst and I understand why. Being isolated at home with no real means to an end, it became very easy to just get complacent and because there was no light at the end of the tunnel, life just continued with you at a standstill. So in order to get in this driver's seat and out of this backseat passenger mentality, we need to get confident and to just do the do. We do not want to watch the world go by, tell ourselves we can't do something or use the past for not making the most of the present. Right, well, that's all well and good saying that, but how? And to give a matter-of-fact answer to this, it's simply just to do it. But this will, of course, stem from having the confidence to do so, and to create this domino effect, we've got to focus on how we actually feel. People often get in touch with me because of how they feel, because of how they look, and they want that knee-jerk solution of, I want to drop two stone, or something that's often related to their weight, or the aesthetic side of things, but... When prompted a little bit further, it actually comes down to we actually want to feel better in ourselves and with that, of course, comes confidence. But the key word here being feel. We've got to focus on how we feel because if we don't feel our best, then how can we look our best? So confidence of the mind first and then the body naturally follows. And the same applies to the passenger seat mentality. When you are in that back seat and you're probably feeling a little bit low and you don't want to do the do... We've got to focus on how we feel, we've got to get that positivity up and ultimately that's then going to give us the authority and confidence to get in that driver's seat and take the next steps. So let's talk about the feel good factor and this is something I'm so big on but how do we get it and more importantly how do we keep it? So you'll have just heard me touch on it but to feel good we've got to do the things that make us feel good which corresponds with our three P's but predominantly being more positive and taking positive steps. Now, this doesn't have to be sunshine and rainbows, but it does want to be plenty of smiles and being optimistic rather than pessimistic. And this goes for every action you take and every word you speak. How you frame things will then dictate how said things go. For instance, if you wake up and say, I hate going to work or I don't want to be in work, then the chances are that that first hour is going to drag and you're probably going to have a pretty bad day. But if you spin it and find something positive to be taken or to be done, then it's going to be significantly better. So it's a pretty obvious one, but less hate and resentment and more optimism and excitement and things will go much more swimmingly. The same applies to all things health and fitness. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to cook. Let's get a takeaway. I can't lift this weight. I won't be going for a walk in the rain. The list goes on and on, but all of these examples focus on the short-term obligation 
rather than the long-term opportunity. And we've always got to play the long game. So if something is seemingly negative or difficult, then dial in on how it can actually be a benefit to do it rather than a hindrance and how good you will feel and how much more energy you will have if you do it. Trust me on this one because I've been there so many times. You don't want to do the workout because you're a bit tired, etc. But once it's done, you'll feel amazing. So now you have your positive lens, I want you to use it and keep using it no matter what. And if you can't find the positives in life, then look harder because no matter how big or small, find those positives, use them to fuel you, celebrate them, and I'm telling you, you will be in a better place. The other thing I'm going to suggest to boost that feel-good factor is to do the things that make us feel good. Well, no shit, but have a think about it. What is it that you enjoy doing? Again, no matter how big or small, are you giving yourself the opportunity to recharge and do those things or that thing, or do you feel guilty for doing so? Because sometimes you're going to have to be a little bit more selfish, and this is now about finding time for you doing these things, because once you do, the only way is up, and you will feel so much better. A really small example of mine, and probably quite meaningless to you guys, is the thing that I enjoy doing is just sitting down and having a cup of tea. That's uninterrupted for about 30 minutes, sometimes 10, sometimes it might be an hour. But if I don't have that time, I know I'm just going to burn out because I've put myself in a position where I'm constantly going at it and not taking the time to reset, recharge and realign with the day. Now, to use one of my classic car analogies, if you are in that car, are you going to keep driving until you run out of petrol? No, of course not. You're going to stop and refill it. The same applies to me with my cup of tea. This is only on a small scale, of course, but this is my daily recharge. For the week, I'll also take Wednesday mornings and I'll not work Sundays because I want the opportunity to reconnect with the world and do the things that I want to do. Everything else can wait. And when I take this time, that equates to me feeling so much better. And when I feel better, everything improves massively. To give this some perspective, I'm going to share with you the pyramid that I always share with the guys at The Confidence Project. Now, this pyramid has four tiers, and the base of this is our three Ps. Person, positivity, and purpose. And these can all interchange, or it can be all of them. But these are our foundations, and without them, the rest will fall. But once we have them, we can then build. And the next tier is the feel-good factor, and this idea of being confident across our mind. Once we've got that, we can then go up to the next tier, which is all about performance and how we perform. Yes, this can apply to the gym, but actually on a much larger scale, out of the gym, how are you doing as a parent? How's work been? Then of course it can be in the gym and all these things, but that's however you perceive it. But once you've got those three pinned down, then we can look at the top, which is the look good, the aesthetics, aka the confidence in our bodies. Hopefully that can be of some use to you. But to further enhance this, I think it's worth putting pen to paper and allowing yourself to visually see where you are or where you aren't firing on all cylinders. Something I've done in the past that's really helped with this is to simply write down my schedule for the day, literally go hour by hour. And not only does this help with productivity levels, but it will give you clarity on whether you are or whether you aren't taking this time for yourself and seeing where you can allow this positivity and new time to stem from and to take place. Now, for me, this is always late morning or early afternoon because I will typically work sort of split shifts. So I would have, say, three to six sessions in the morning and then the same in the evening. 
And this is, of course, because the majority come see me before or after work. But as I am self-employed, one of the luxuries is I can pick and choose my hours, my leisure time and things like that. Now, if you're not in this position, that's A-OK. But it's so important that you ensure that you do take this time for yourself. And yes, you may have to juggle it in with life and, and everything it comes with. But you fit in because you deserve it. Now, I have clients that get up a little bit earlier. They might use their evenings to their advantage when, say, the kids have gone to bed. Or they actually spend the weekend just taking the foot off the gas and not sort of playing catch-up. Now, I'm not saying let your whole weekend be a write-off or spend it doing nothing remotely productive. But I am saying that if you can take 30 minutes where you can to stick the kettle on and don't worry about it, then life will be a little bit better. On the back of all this, I actually want to set you all a task, which is dead easy, but one that I think will help in abundance. So in the gym, we have what we call the accountability mirror. And on this mirror, we have every single person, including myself, write their goals on a post-it note and have it on that mirror as a reminder to their purpose. Again, I always encourage playing the long game, but the goal can be very specific to you or certain needs, or it can be a bit of a blanket statement. But let it be that reminder as to your why and the reason for doing what you're doing and solidifying that purpose. And I actually took this from David Goggins, who, if you don't know, then get to know, as he will change your life. But it's a simple thing to do that will be a game changer. So when you are looking back at yourself in the mirror, and obviously your reflection is there looking back at you, that post-it note is just there saying, come on, we have got this. And it doesn't even have to be the accountability mirror. Where and when do you need that reminder? Is it the bedside table in your car? on the door as you leave. You could even have multiple ones, but regardless of where it is, focus on what it is, why it's there, and let it be the thing that fuels you every day. So there's your task. Put pen to post-it note and hold yourself accountable with your own reminder. Or if you don't like the accountability perspective, call it what you want. The affirmation mirror, self-belief, confidence, you name it. There's no right or wrong. It's yours and this can be whatever it needs to be. But if you choose to do this, let me know because again, I would love to know what your goal is, what you're holding yourself accountable with or what's just on your post-it note as that reminder telling you that you have got this. So with all that's been said and done, I hope that you can aspire to not only increase your confidence but to skyrocket it. And what we mean by this is taking it to a place you never thought you could. Not just the minimum but seeing what the maximum could be. And to get the wheels very much in motion, this is going to come from you. And in all honesty, you can listen to this podcast all you want. You can read all the self-help books. You can tell yourself what you want to hear. But it all starts with the number one priority, which is you. And you are that priority because like we've said, if you can't look after yourself and give yourself your best, then everything else will be a reflection of that. So if you want to skyrocket your confidence, you need to be the one that ignites the flame. That means being more selfish. Focus on yourself as a person, your positivity and purpose. Do the things you want to and enjoy doing. How high is your feel-good factor and what can you do to get more of it? And if we can do all this, our self-belief will soar and our confidence across body and mind will be on cloud nine. And there you have it, guys. Once again, that is another episode complete. How to skyrocket your confidence. Thank you so much for listening. From the bottom of my heart, your support genuinely means the world. And if you have taken anything away from this, 
whether it's the three Ps, whether it's how to get that feel good factor, whether it's just that reminder that you need to be more selfish because you are the number one priority, then please let me know because again, it would mean the absolute world to me. So until next time, take care and I cannot wait to see your confidence skyrocket.